Welcome to Lights On Podcast. If you like what you hear, and if you're feeling generous, please rate us five star and share us with others. I'm your host, Mitra Manesh. I'm the founder of InnerMap, a new mindful storytelling and coaching app. I teach at UCLA's Mindful Awareness Research Center, and for the past 35 years, I've been coaching my brilliant clients on four continents to live, love, and lead more mindfully, peacefully, and joyfully at home and at work. You can find out more about my work by visiting mitramanesh.com. But right now, I'm grateful for your presence and your mindful journey. This episode is about the mind, the monkey mind, the thinking mind. So the question in the class was about, is the monkey mind part of the thinking mind? And you know, something happens when we're in the class, and I mean in-person classes or now that I'm teaching online, when these curious minds come together and they have a question, something almost magical happens and the answers become far more um Interesting. So that's why we offer you these pieces of my classes because uh, uh, the passion and the compassion in the class is um, not duplicable. I cannot recreate that when I'm just speaking on my own. So, yeah, so the question is, is the monkey mind same as thinking mind? And before we listen together, I just wanted to elaborate a little bit more and speak about the fact that the monkey mind is the unsettled mind, is the mind just like a monkey that goes from one branch to another branch and sometimes and most of the times for no particular reason and with no particular logic. It goes from why this car is this color to how come my cousin married this person to what should I have for dinner later today. And it usually just goes from one, as I said, one branch to another. And what is important, and uh, later on in that class, we talked about some tools, and I would like to offer the summary of those tools to you, and that is the three C's of, of working with the monkey mind. The first C is the clarity, the clarity that you do have a say, that you can be uh, the aware, you can be the adult in this room when the child, the monkey mind, is getting out of control. Because we habitually have not uh, taken charge. We have not um, really cashed in on that authority. So we assume there's not much we can do. People talk about their mind as if uh, the mind is a separate part of them and they have no say on what goes on there. And that clarity is extremely important. We do have a say. Mind is completely uh, part of us and needs to be uh, under the authority, the aware self, the adult self, the awake self, not the autopilot self that just does the same things day in and day out. 
So the, the second C is the communication of this to the thinking mind. Sounds crazy, huh? As if like, you know, we're talking to ourselves and believe me, most of the time we are. But this talking is a different talking. This is a talking that has a purpose to it and has a very clear um, reason for it. And that is to say, I hear you, I acknowledge you, but not now. And I don't need to know about that. It's it's really taking charge as a as an adult in the room, as if a child is completely out of control, which is exactly what happens when our mind goes out of control. It just jumps up and down and does things and says things and um, wants to grab your attention to things that are not worthy of your attention. So communicating that to the mind. The third C is commanding, taking charge and saying, and now I'm going to pay attention to this, something that you have intentionally, with awareness, have chosen to pay attention to. And if the mind has gone really too far with the monkey mind, your attention has gone too far, you may want to bring the attention to some tool that allows you to center yourself so that from that place you can make a decision what to pay attention to. For instance, the most common one, and I'm sure you've heard it before, is the counting of the breath or connecting to the sensations of your body. Something that grounds you, for lack of a better word, and brings you to the present moment. And then from that moment, from that location, from that stand, you command where the attention needs to go. And these are the three C's of working with the monkey mind or the larger aspect of it, which is thinking mind. One, clarity of knowing your power. Two, communicating to that part of your mind that you are now taking charge. And three is commanding and taking charge of your mind by showing what you would like to pay attention to. So let's go and listen to the exchange that took place in a class. Does the thinking mind turn into the monkey mind? Yes, monkey mind is part of thinking, uh, thinking mind, yes. If you think about what monkey mind is or what the way we refer to it, Monkey mind, as, as we describe it or define it, is a mind that is out of control and it's just, just talking about a child, a child out of control. Huh? It's like, it's just making you know, noises and it's jumping up and down and then it's repeating and saying things. Just think about what a monkey does. And that means that, that there is no logic to it. There is no rhythm to it. There is no handle that we have over this mind, which means, yes, the adult is not in the room. And the child is actually dictating to the adult what she needs to be paying attention to. Because the aware self needs to be really deciding what I want to pay attention to. In, in an ideal, mindful way of living, the aware self, not all the time, most of the time, but when my thinking mind makes a decision. So I'm sitting here and I've decided to be here with you, obviously. I allocated this time. My mind says, no, no, no. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Can you see? Oh my God. Why, why is it so big? Why is it there? 
and I'm thinking, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but I'm, but I'm here. No, no, but pay attention to that. That's, that's far more important. And that means that my attention is going to something that the aware self has not decided is important, but the thinking mind believes that it's important. So the best way to understand the thinking mind, I always talk about like bodyguards, some, you know, when, when people have bodyguards, the bodyguard, the job of a bodyguard is to make sure that you stay safe, which is great, but you are not in danger all the time. The bodyguard acts as if, if you see it in, in movies or in real time, in, you live in Los Angeles, when people walk with their bodyguards, bodyguards are always like on the watch. And you think like, I look at them to see, what are they looking at? There's like, people are eating here. There's, but the way they look is like, you know, oh, there's like somebody with machete standing at, at the restaurant. And I keep looking at them thinking, what, what are they watching for? Like, there's no danger here, but they've been hired to do that. That's their job. Their job is to interpret every move. Like if I went like this, oh, is she getting her gone? So that's what thinking mind does. It's always assuming that there is something that is wrong. There is a danger that is coming and it never settles down. Not even when I'm sleeping. It still is looking for that dangerous thing that is, you know, about to happen. Again, does it happen? Yes, every now and then there is a danger, but not full time, not all the time. Our lives, I mean, unless we live in a jungle, is not always in danger, but the thinking mind is saying so and acting as if that is so. So, it's a long answer to a short question. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.